this is this feels awkward recording yeah why because it's been too long i know well so originally we had just gotten busy and then it was finals Mm -hmm. yeah and then we moved yes and then and then our episode got ruined our episode was ruined so we have to re-record it which is what we're doing now yeah we'll just have to you know hopefully we either remember the original jokes or (laughs) we come up with new ones the kayla's question uh do i oh well so this is the first scary movie i ever watched so i guess i'll ask what was your first scary movie experience that you oh remember? i think this was actually the kayla's question okay um my first okay well technically i don't know my very first one mm-hmm. because i grew up with older cousins who were all boys and uncles and stuff that we'd be at my grandma's house and they'd want to have us watch scary movies to like torture us pretty much because I'm like I've done it with like my little siblings too, especially James, where I'm like, you want to watch this movie and it's super scary, and then I get to watch them be a little scared. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't remember the exact like first scary movie I've ever like seen. I remember them showing us like Chucky, Bride of Chucky. Um, I think The Exorcist was probably one of them. Uh, stuff like that. But the first one I remember actually watching, and then after when I was like little and being forced to watch, because even then I didn't watch it in its entirety. It was more like I just hide the whole time. And then I think it was paranormal activity at like sleepovers and stuff. But even then I wouldn't actually watch it. So I think the first scary movie I actually watched was Insidious. Uh, We had just moved into a new apartment, and all we pretty much had that was set up was this little box TV that had a DVD player on it with, like, two DVDs, and one of them was Insidious. So my brother and I kind of had, like, a mini sleepover in, I think it was his room technically, And we just slept on the floor and had this TV on the floor playing Insidious. Nice. Yeah, that should be our next one. We haven't done Insidious yet? No, we haven't. No, we haven't. There's a couple um, sort of ghost movies that just all mesh together for me and I can't tell them apart. Well, it's because it's it's like the... uh, What is that? It's like the Annabelle... Um, 
franchise yeah whatever where they uh it's about ed warren and his wife whose name i literally can't remember right now um they all kind of blend together and the guy who plays ed warren in those movies is in insidious Mm -hmm. so i always group insidious in with those movies but i think they're completely different i don't think they're part of the same franchise because the guy who's in it is not ed warren but he plays ed it's confusing it's confusing we need a new group of people to play people in scary movies yeah i think the same what is it bloomhouse blumhouse blumhouse i think it's bloom oh is it i don't know anyway they make every single scary movie in the world and then it's always like two actors who are in every single scary movie in the world yeah i think they take like if it ain't broke don't fix it a little too far yeah because sometimes you can really ride the wheels off of a wagon if you just use it too much anyways so the Lazarus. when did you watch the lazarus effect um i watched it in my freshman year of college so like when it came out almost yeah like 2015 if it, it came out 2015 right yeah but we didn't see it in theaters so it must have either straight to dvd yeah <laughs> i don't remember where they pulled it from i i think we were watching it on like amazon prime or something oh, like maybe. that but yeah it was uh it was halloween night actually oh. and it was my very first scary movie experience and i remember being super nervous to watch it um all my sweet mates had or most of my sweet mates i guess had gone out um partying because it's halloween. halloween um halloween's the one night a year <laughs> where a girl yeah. can just be a whore um but me and one of my sweet mates and her just absolute shitbag of a boyfriend stayed behind and we watched The Lazarus Effect, and I think we ate some candy or something. But it was actually mm-hmm. very nice. It was a very nice, peaceful holiday. And you never fun. had the experiences that I talked about where, like, when you were little and, like, older family members being, like, here's I've never a had a movie. single experience. I don't – I really – Or, like, a sleepover, like, paranormal activity. I didn't go activity. to sleepovers. See, this is the thing. I feel like I don't, I don't relate to a lot – I've never felt like I related to people my age, but – I, I kind of thought that would change as I got older. Mm. And I realize now I just don't. I just didn't have the same experience as yeah. other people there did. Because I never, that, it just never, I, I was always afraid to watch scary movies. And I just never had the opportunity to watch one. And I, I wouldn't have ever turned one on myself. Right? Like when my, my roommate or my sweetmate, when she was like, let's watch a scary movie. I didn't say no. Like I was, I wanted to do mm. it. It just like the opportunity had never come up. And it's not one of those things I would have thought of. It's not one of those things I would have thought of to do alone. Yeah. So. Well. By the way, I was going to tell you that when I was talking to Rochelle on the phone the other day, uh-huh. she said, and she's still in the early episodes of our podcast, mm-hmm. but she said that one of her favorite things about our podcast is that we don't go off the rails a lot and ramble uh-huh. um, because she doesn't like that in a podcast, I guess. So now we can never do that again. So well, she's God the only person who All right, well, to us. We're 11 minutes in and we haven't <laughs> talked about the movie. So sorry, Rochelle. Let's get to going. All right. So yeah, we're doing the Lazarus effect. 
It was released in 2015, directed by David Gelb. It is starring our homie, Mark Duplass, Olivia Wilde, a.k.a. Harry Styles' ex, Evan Pierce, a.k.a. Jeffrey Dahmer, and Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambito. I guess Mark Duplass could have been a.k.a. Joseph. Yeah. Uh, the budget for this movie was $3.3 million, and what did it gross? In the box office. $38.4 million. <laughs> As you have Google <laughs> pulled up, it did gross $38 million. Cool. Cool. Well, um, it, so it opens up on sort of a video recording of an animal being tested on, which, first of all, stop animal testing. Second of all, um, it's very reminiscent of the beginning of oh gosh oh i know what you're talking about yeah, uh, uh, the the one with the guy who doesn't wear a shirt right yeah yeah uh, no yes right where they're yes. testing on is that what i'm talking about yeah 20 20 something 28 days, days later. later yeah when they're is testing on the chimpanzees of? that's what i'm thinking of right it starts it re- off it with, releases the virus yeah because it starts off with like footage from news yes. of mm-hmm. uh like violence yeah and then they're testing on the chimpanzees or whatever yeah so anyway it kind of reminded me of that <clears throat> but um they go like three two one and there's kind of this weird explosion and then nothing really happens but then all of a sudden the pig starts screaming yeah and then, and, and that then is, it dies. And that is that. Yeah, and it dies. Um, well, I think it was already dead. But it just screams, I think. And then it dies again. Oh, I guess. I don't know. I, th- I think. I don't know. At this point, I wrote, if this is a science movie, I'm going <laughs> to shit on it. And honestly, thank God that we did have to do a second take. Because the first recording of this i went on lots of rambles about science so i'll try to reel that back this time but uh so yeah this is a science related horror movie so here we go um (laughs) we are now in some university in california or is it a university it's a university right it's not like a research institute it's a university no i'm pretty sure it's a university okay we have Olivia Wilde, the hot female scientist, which I did go on a tangent about the last time we recorded this, and I'm just not. We get this shot where they're kind of explaining in detail, laying it flat on the table, just how Kayla loves it in movies, exactly mm-hmm. what they're researching. And even after their monologue explanation, I did not know what was going on. Probably because I was trying to actually follow along scientifically as opposed to just taking it at face value. So I literally had to ask you what the heck they're doing. Mm -hmm. So would you like to explain what their science experiment is? Yeah, so first of all, um, they... They introduced that it's we have Dr. Frank Walton and Dr. Zoe McConnell. I don't think you said their character names. No, I never write down character names. I should probably start doing I just give them um, either offensive nicknames or I call them by their actor name, their actual legal name. Well, they are engaged and they are researchers. They're, they're the leads of what they're calling the Lazarus Project. 
out. So yeah, they do explain a lot of science stuff that I'm too stupid to understand. But what I can tell you is that they are bringing dead people back to life. Mm-hmm. And the idea is not... I, I mean, I guess the way they're presenting it, at least, is that the idea would be to kind of prolong the time that a doctor could keep someone alive to save their life mm-hmm. which seems like a noble cause but that also seems like a recipe for disaster so i was um i think on instagram the other day i saw someone post about the bioengineered chicken like uh-huh. meat uh-huh. Which, right, seems like a great, in theory, right, it seems super cool because you're... You don't have to slaughter chickens. Right, you don't have to slaughter chickens. You don't have to worry about, like, PETA, thing like that. Right, it's easier on the environment. It's, it's more humane. It's, everything's going to come out the same. Right, but the, uh, but I was looking at that post, who of course, which, of course, like, right, it was posted by one of my, like, super left-leaning friends, and they were like, this is great. And I don't disagree. I think it's great. But I, w- I was looking at it, I was like, someone's going to ruin this, right? There's mm-hmm. no way this is going to work out someone is going to ruin it well and so that's that's how i feel about this i think this is a great idea in theory but there's no way someone's not going to ruin it there's well the thing is a lot of science things they don't get funding because people i okay i mentioned this i'm gonna go on a very short tangent i have taken a science and policies class how science relates to politics, which was really eye-opening, especially in the day and age of COVID, vaccines, things like that. I am in no way, shape, or form an expert on this, but it has gained, I have gained a better understanding of how things work in the government side in regards to science and research. Obviously, like any other thing, it's extremely hard to get funding for science research, because the average Joe, you know, I majored in biology. Not everyone majors in something that's related to science. Not everyone has an understanding of what science is. So if you're at the ballot, or if you're looking at a proposed bill to help with funding for research on a certain topic, a majority of people are going to look at that and be like, I'm not going to give you my tax dollars so you can research the effects of Oreos on the human brain. Like, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It seems like a good idea what they're doing, but it also seems like one of those things that people would be like, like, there's no way that I think this would get funding. It seems too outlandish to get funding. But we'll find out later that what they just said, how they explained it, versus what they're doing, versus what their proposal for their research were, are three completely different things. Right. So maybe, I think their proposed research idea is more based in reality, which is probably how they got funding. Which is probably why they said it like the way that they said it as opposed to being like, hey, we want to bring dead people back to life. Because no way in hell would that get funding. Yeah, I agree. Um, But anyway, there's a videography student that we meet named Ava who is helping them document the whole thing. Which Mm -hmm. if you're... (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I guess I do get it. But right, like if you're doing something that you're not supposed to do why are you gonna have the whole thing on film yeah 
But they've got a couple of assistant researchers too, Evan Peters and the other guy. I don't remember either of their names. I think I wrote them down later. Uh, is it one of them Nico or something? That sounds familiar. I don't know. Um, well, anyways, uh, Zoe is working late one night in the lab. Doing some micro-pipetting <laughs> action. Looking through microscopes. Yeah. Doing, doing some, science. Doing, doing some science things. She gets jump-scared by one of the assistants. Whose I think name it's I, Nico. I, I think, think Childish yeah. Gambino's character's name is Nico. Okay, we'll go with that. She gets jump-scared by Nico, who's wearing a pig mask, which is like a fucking dick. That's not a cool joke. I would no. not think that was funny. But apparently they're good friends because they chat for a little while. I think they're eating some food. And she reveals to him that things maybe aren't going so great with Frank. Uh, they've put off the wedding for their research, which... Started three years ago. Yeah. So kind of like Pam and Roy in the office. Yeah. I Same vibes, right? Yeah. And uh, what else? Then we get a shot of Zoe. She's sleeping in a bed that only has a top sheet. Um, <laughs> she's having a nightmare. We see kind of scattered shots of dolls on fire, kind of melting. We're in a hallway. There's banging on this door. And everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. And, it's a nightmare sequence. Yeah. And then she like jumps awake and clutches onto her cross necklace, which, okay, she's religious. I think that's going to be <laughs> related yeah. in somehow. But actually, I found my fun facts that I wrote down. Oh, okay. So the title, The Lazarus Effect, comes from a Bible story in the Gospel of John in the New Testament. Uh, Lazarus was the name of a man who was resurrected by Jesus after being dead for four days. So they're having a bunch of science jargon talking about their research. I guess they're trying to figure out what's going wrong. And Clay, aka Evan Peters, has a great idea and says some other science jargon. And so they're like, you know, that might actually work. And they do a test run. Yeah, so they, they're they running their experiment on this dog that's been euthanized. Uh, his name is Rocky. Mm-hmm. So immediately, Rocky's going to kill everyone, right? We already yeah. know. But it, it works. Yeah. It, it works. He's um, alive. Rocky is back. And not only is he alive, he has no more cataracts. Yes. They and, cured blindness. And I said, so, right, so imagine you're a dog who gets euthanized, Mm -hmm. which I've said before, I've said to you and I've said to a lot of people that as far as deaths go, I think euthanasia is probably one of the most peaceful, Mm -hmm. probably one of the nicest ways to go, right? I mean, I, I don't know, I've never been euthanized, but I would guess that it's probably fairly peaceful compared to some other ways that you could die. Mm -hmm. And imagine you get euthanized and then you get brought back to life. Yeah. Absolutely not. Just let me rest in peace. At Especially because if he had cataracts, then that means that he was old. So he lived his whole life, was euthanized probably due to old age, and then brought back to life. <laughs> and I, he's not with ne- his family, <laughs> who probably took care of him and he yeah. loved. The next time one of our pets die, I'm going to donate them to science and see what Can happens. you donate dogs to science? I don't think so. That's How why do they get them? I Yeah, that's they why just like, I was I was like, I don't know where this dog came from either. Some black market deals with the 
neighborhood it, vet? It, that's possible. My other thought was that maybe they take in strays and put them down. Because I know that sometime, well, actually, I don't know. I don't know where they normally source animals for testing. But maybe he was a dog that was being tested on and they put him down. I, I don't know. I guess. I really don't know. But, it, okay, but if he has cataracts, he was probably old. Yeah. So maybe he was just as someone's dog. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if Coco like was and they're like, like hey. imagine we find out Coco's been brought back to life. <laughs> We just um, see him walking around. That's why you always um, get your dogs cremated. What's it called when you burn them? Yeah, cremate them. <laughs> that's why you always cremate them because then you don't have to worry about their body floating around somewhere. Yeah. Anyways, but there's definitely some weird stuff going on. His cataracts are gone, and Frank and Zoe decide to take him home to monitor him, which seems like a really mm, bad idea. Yeah. But anyways, now they have a new pet. So, and Rocky is just weird immediately. He's yeah. just weird. I, I said this, I think, last time, but I I feel like I, I hear people a lot trying to come up with, like, different words to say weird. They're like, that that's so bonkers, wild, bananas. And I really think weird is sufficient. Yeah. Because that is what Rocky is. He's Rocky just weird. Rocky is weird, period. He's just weird. He, st- he won't eat. He stares into space. He's just strange. Yeah. Zoe says, what if we ripped him out of doggy heaven? And Frank <laughs> probably being, did. <laughs> Frank being the cynical atheist scientist is like, ha ha, heaven's not real. You're an idiot. Um... Then we cut back. They're back in the lab. They're having some discussion about heaven and seeing the light and things like that. They talk about DMT mm-hmm. and how there has been research done that your body releases uh, DMT, which is a hallucinogen, um, when you're having a near-death experience, which causes you to have hallucinations, which is why people who have had a near-death experience say that they heard voices of, like, loved ones who were dead or flashes of light and things like that. Uh, A majority of what Frank had said about DMT is true, but also not. Uh, And I think, you know, if you... If you meet a man who tells you he's an atheist, you know immediately he's going to be the worst, mm-hmm. and you know he's going to say something obnoxious. And I like I think people can believe whatever they want to believe, but specifically atheist men are so they believe so passionately in not believing in anything that they might as well just be a Christian. Like you could you could put all that energy into into and I'm not saying Christianity is positivity but you could put that energy into something positive and instead they put it into being cynical <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> and it's exclusively a man thing you'll never hear a woman do that shit yeah I hate it well I mean typically the overarching idea between anyone who sucks is just <laughs> they take one simple idea or opinion they have and then make it their entire personality right and And they make everyone else feel stupid yeah anyways so they do an mri of rocky's brain and they i believe this is the part where no oh so there's a lot of there's a lot of activity activity yeah there's a lot of like more activity than they should should normally see um, and Frank writes it off to um, serum still being in his system. And once that wears off, then he'll be back to normal. 
Evan Peters is smoking in the lab. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watching Rocky, I think, at night. Yeah. Or maybe while everyone else is at dinner. I don't know. But he's, like, breathing smoke in Rocky's face, which is rude, and eating chips and stuff. Just being annoying. And Rocky (laughs) breaks out of his cage and starts destroying things. Um, And he's, like, pulled food out of the fridge and is hiding, which, I mean, all is normal behavior for a dog. But Rocky kind of jump scares Evan Peters, and he's being aggressive. He's growling, he's snarling, he's snapping. Which, I mean, poor Rocky. I'd be pissed, too, if they brought me back to life. Yeah, and then so, have this shitty teenager babysit me. <laughs> so they're cleaning up the mess, and Evan Peters is immediately like, we gotta put Rocky down. Yeah. Which is me. Anytime baby. any of my animals piss me off. Just yeah. immediately. Get rid of them. Euthanasia. Um but they find a bag of chips on that the, were like on the, on the top, top shelf. shelf. They're like, how did Rocky get up there? He's a ninja. Um, yeah, so we've learned that Rocky's a ninja. But now uh, Frank gets called to the dean's office, and we find out that they are doing unsanctioned experiments. And originally, what they were, what the proposed research was to. It seemed like it, I don't, I didn't write down the exact verbiage of what it was, but it was pretty much research regarding dementia and Alzheimer's and the effect of the brain and trying to regain those neuronic pathways that have died due to dementia or Alzheimer's. And obviously they find out that they are trying to bring people back to life and they have a lot of religious donors, and it's not going to go over well. And they get shut down, which makes fucking sense. Like, that's such a controversial thing to be doing. It's not just like, it's not like, like I, what did I say before? Like, testing the effects of Oreos on your brain. Right. Like, this is a moral issue that people are going to have an opinion on, and a very strong one. Right. And you don't want your school's name attached to that. Well, and and they lied. I mean, and they lied. The thing. They lied. It reminds me of when I go on next door and someone will be like, "I parked in a no parking zone and I got a ticket." And like, it's like, yeah, no shit. "Yes." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. And <laughs> like you did something wrong, uh-huh. so you got in trouble for it. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. So, the company that funded them, which I think is a third party, uh from what it seemed like, I don't know. But yeah. they come out and they confiscate all Big their Big Pharma. Yeah, so that's not good. They're trying to figure out who snitched, and I think that's a plot line that just completely got dropped because I don't think we ever find out who snitched. We find out no one snitched because, not surprisingly to me, they're working on a campus in their research facility. Oh, All of their computers are hooked up to Mm -hmm. their network so they can see everything they're uploading onto their computer. Idiot. (laughs) You think you have a private line? No. (laughs) I mean, the, that's the like dean's been basic. sitting in her office, sipping coffee, being like, "What the fuck are they <laughs> going, doing?" Down there? Going through your records, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so dumb. they uh, did. You have in when you were in high school? Did you ever have a school issued laptop? No, they no. We did because we were at home, um, and I just I like. I mean, and I, it wasn't that I didn't know they had access mm-hmm. to look at everything. And I never looked at anything bad, but I just wonder if anyone ever went through my history and saw me watching 
like Hannah Montana on YouTube. Just like this, <laughs> it's like seasons in order while I was supposed to be doing I schoolwork. I think my senior year, the freshmen got laptops. Yeah. Like well, their own personal laptops. Yeah. And I remember being like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I had to ask for a laptop to do my homework for my birthday. And you just God. got one for free from the school? Bullshit. Yeah, it's more of a norm now. Places just give yeah, you computers. Yeah, I know that James also has his Chromebook for school. My little brother has a Chromebook. Anytime I've started a job, they just give me a ton of shit. Like yeah. electronics, computers. I was given a desk one time, as you remember. Mm-hmm. So Phone. it's it's more of, I don't know, it's more of a norm now. But um, anyways they're uh, rendezvousing back in frank and zoe's apartment right so uh ava successfully snuck out rocky and <laughs> so their plan is to break in do the experiment again film it and then they win because then they can prove that they're the ones who did it first so big pharma can't exploit their serum which, which is okay. Which is fair, but seems like a terrible idea. You're doing it illegally, so, so therefore it be forfeit, my guy. Right. Uh, but then they're like, wait, we don't have any serum. And then Zoe is like, <laughs> well, I've got this huge milk bag in my backpack sitting in the corner of my living room for incidentals. So we got it. And Ava took yep. a key card. So everything's working out great. Yeah, so uh, the operation is on. They sneak in on late on a Friday night, right? They hack the security cameras, and they're they all ready to go. Frame. I'm in. Yeah. Um, and they've got their next victim, another dead dog. Which another dog found. in a bag. <laughs> they, they just get, they're just getting shipments of dead dogs. It's so, it must be, I, yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say maybe the maybe whoever funds them is sending them these dead animals, but why would they have more? Because they got all their stuff confiscated. I think they mainly just took the computers. But then there's compute. What did they even take? No, they took all the equipment. Oh, well, plot hole. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, so shit is about to hit the fan very quickly because there's yeah. an electrical malfunction. Um, they have this this is also what i don't really understand because the operation is pretty much just inserting serum right i think they're also no there's a different defibrillator 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 there is one of those involved too it's attached to like an Frankenstein's monster <laughs> switch. Yeah, which doesn't, doesn't seem necessary. really make sense. But you know, whatever. So yeah. Zoe's job is to flip this switch. Yeah, and and I will say we will find out that it was her fault because she left her engagement yeah. ring on. And I don't care to explain that later on when they reveal that. But she yeah. is electrocuted because she left that ring on. And she's and she falls to the ground. Um it takes them a second to realize. They try C- CPR. They use a defibrillator. 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 Defib- wait. Defibrillator. Yeah. Is that right? You've been saying it pretty much right the entire oh, okay, time. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, she has no pulse. She has died. She's dead. Yep. 
So Frank unfortunately makes a very bad decision, and he decides to inject her with the serum. Yeah. He's Stupid. sitting there crying, and honestly, it took him quite a decent amount of time. I would have immediately been like, put her on the table. <laughs> Let's go. So they do two events, which I think is two shocks, um, and it didn't work. And then we get notified that a guard is coming, so they have to hide. So they throw a blanket over Zoe's body on the table. They all like hide under desks and shit. And once the guard is gone, they all turn back, and Olivia Wilde, still with this blanket over her, is sitting straight up on the table. Don't like that. She's alive. Zoe back. She's back. Um, everything seems all right at first, but she's definitely kind she's of in having shock. some weird flashbacks. Again, she's a little weird. Yeah, she's in shock. The first thing she says is, did I just die? Mm -hmm. They do an MRI on her. Same thing with Rocky. She has too much neural activity. They explain that the whole 10% of your brain thing. And she's, like, using 100% of her brain, which is a good uh, call to my favorite movie of ever, Limitless, with Bradley (laughs) Cooper. Um Frank is, like, holding her hand, and he looks down at her hand, and her ring that was, like, a crispy, like, hot dog burnt on the grill because of her ring uh, is actually perfectly healed now. So, that's great. I also, this is the moment where I said that she's pretty much turning into Scarlet Witch because she can read their minds, she has telekinesis, and her fingers are turning black. So, she is... The Scarlet Witch. Um, she has a hole in the side of her head from where they injected the serum, and it's like all gooey and gross. Uh, so I guess her finger heals, but that gooey gash in the side of her temple is like not healing. Yeah, she's definitely not right. Um, not right in the head. Yeah, Rocky is still there and still weird. And also Zoe kills him, which seems unnecessary. But I think that's the first... She didn't like his attitude. Yeah, I mean, fair. But she she does kill him. Um, so rest in peace again, Rocky. Rip Rocky um, again. Don't, don't bring him back again. Um, and Zo- I think Zoe, though, also realizes it, that she's kind of losing it. Yeah. And she reveals to Frank that when she died, she went to kind of like a hell, right? And we see flashbacks of this same burning building scene that we've been seeing. And she says that she was there for years. Yeah. In reality, it was only minutes. Right. And she had felt, it felt like she was there for years. Yeah. And, and Ava also has a nightmare of the same burning building scene. And she sees a little girl standing at the end of the hallway on the other side of the burning door. Yeah. Um, and when she sort of, I, I don't know, comes to or comes back into reality, um, she has a mark on her arm where something grabbed, grabbed her. her um she's freaking out she goes to the the boys pretty much and explains what she saw and that's when frank is like how do you know that like this is a joke she had to tell you this right and this is when we find out that this is a breakdown of zoe's trauma it's getting laid out right on the table for us 
So she lived in like an apartment of some sort, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what the scenario looked like. The building was burning down and her neighbors were trapped inside. And she like watched them burn pretty much. That's what Zoe told Frank. We find out a little later that the story has a little bit more details that she omitted from it. Um, so I think it's Ava that mentions that now Zoe's like trapped in limbo. Yeah. That she's like not dead, but she's not alive either. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't in hell and she wasn't in heaven. She was like trapped in this weird purgatory limbo area um so i guess big pharma's on their way this is when they find out that big pharma has had access to their computers the entire time so they're like oh shit there wasn't a snitch shocking and oh shit they're on their way here so they split up to try to find the dog yeah zoe also has now officially lost it and floated off the couch where she was sleeping and her eyes have turned black they do figure out that what's happening because of the serum is that zoe's brain is essentially evolving like millions of years worth of evolution in minutes is how they kind of describe it yeah and she's missing yeah so that's interesting um we find her later weirdly trying to seduce nico but he pushes her off of him, which makes her kind of lose it. And she uses her weird powers to telepathically throw him into this kind of Cab- metal cabinet, metal thing. storage closet, like a locker, I guess. Yeah. Um, squish it and kill him. So yep. rest she in locks peace. him in. She crushes him to death and you see his blood oozing out and it's all gross. Um, then Zoe's back on the couch that she was sleeping on before. And pretends that she has no idea where Nico is. Uh, But Clay is pissed because he knows that she's weird. And he knows that she knows where Nico is because they were last together. But then the power goes out and they're all locked down there. I also wrote Zoe's a bitch. Oh, it was because (laughs) she's left with Ava and because she can read minds so zoe starts to be like yeah you don't belong here you you are like stupid and you're like (laughs) the most inferior person here like an asshole and then clay comes back he's like yelling getting all up in zoe's business and she pretty much just like flings his electric cigarette down his throat yeah she she uses her powers to choke him basically with his vape which i think is kind of a little bit funny yep and the frank they don't know what he's choking on they just know he's choking so frank gets like these forceps and tries to pull whatever is choking him out of his throat but he's already dead and they pull the electric cigarette out and that's when they're kind of like oh shit like she's evil they find out that it was the electric cigarette being shoved down his throat that is the reason why he died and right as they realize that zoe's probably the one that shoved it down there somehow the lights shut off again and she's gone 
it flashes mm-hmm. and she's standing behind Frank and Ava and then like lifts all the furniture and like crashes it down on them which is sick yeah um, so sick <laughs> yeah so it, they, I think they all yeah they all they're blackout I'm mm-hmm. assuming and Ava and Frank come to with Zoe nowhere to be found Ava's pretty useless in this situation. She's yeah. really annoying. She's like, Frank, Frank, Frank. Frank, please, Frank. I was saying if I were a zombie with magical powers, the first one to go would be the girl like, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> out, out of there. Done. Um, so they, they arm themselves. Frank tries to inject Zoe with poison. And she can read minds. Yeah. It obviously doesn't work. Yeah. And... <laughs> Well, because he tries to play like, I love you. Come back to me. We can, well, I'll fix this. And she's like, you love me? Then prove it. And she grabs his head and like starts reading his mind. And that's when we find out that he's like, she's fucking crazy. Oh, my God. So she squishes his, she squishes his head. Yeah. She pops it like a pimple. I did not like that. No. I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. Um, (laughs) Zoe's next move is to inject herself with the entire bag of remaining serum. I feel like I, just watching that and thinking back on that scene gives me a headache. So like, does she have a headache, do you think? (laughs) Probably. That's why she's so pissed. She's like, has one killer migraine. I mean, Ava's done for at this point. Yeah. She now, starts stashing thing, syringes. Ava is not very brave, so of course Zoe's going to get her. This is not a sup- I I really feel like they picked the wrong person to survive till the end. Yeah. Cuz we all knew Ava was not going to be the one to like, no. right? It should it should have been Frank. But um we get this creepy where she's Ava's like walking through trying to find where Zoe is and we don't see Zoe, but we hear her and she's going Ava <laughs> Ava. and it's creepy as fuck um frank's body's gone it's no longer sitting in the area where his head was squished uh then the record player starts playing and i was like okay my record player that i have literally just broke from sitting like it just stopped working but that record player can get flung around by a demon and it still plays music properly plot hole yeah um zoe sort of tosses ava into this alternate dimension which is once again the same burning building scene and the little girl is there and we now of course know that this is zoe Mm -hmm. um and she is holding the matches so this is where we find out that little girl started the fire i have a feeling and i'm pretty sure this is exactly how they mapped it out for us Baby Zoe had matches, lit her dolls on fire, which then lit the apartment on fire, which then her neighbors were trapped in there and it was her fault and she didn't try to help them. Yeah. So Ava's approach to this because she thinks that Zoe is in limbo and this is like her fatal flaw or sin that she had. Her approach is to get her through this traumatic experience. So she starts to tell her, like, you have to open the door, open the door, open the door. And then finally, the little baby Zoe opens the door and it's just this bright flashing white light. And she's, Ava's back in reality with Zoe. 
and gives her two stabs of poison to send her right up to heaven. And then she has that moment, you know, at the end of every horror movie where she's like slumped on the floor against a wall and she's like crying. Mm -hmm. And then we see coming from the elevator some firefighters and police probably Mm -hmm. running in. A firefighter comes up to her, starts to comfort her, and it's actually not a firefighter. (laughs) It's Zoe. (laughs) She's the firefighter. Yeah, I mean, good move, Zoe. Diabolical. Yeah, and she kills Ava. Snaps her neck. Yeah, rest in peace. And for the final scene, we see Zoe bring Frank back to life. Um. Which is, frankly, exactly how I would handle this situation. So. Well, she's bringing them all back to life because she brought all the bodies into the operation Yeah, she's room. making her team. Yep. Yeah, I love it. And then Frank's sitting there. Yeah, that's going to suck when they all get out of the lab. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. That's the end of the movie. That's the movie. na 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 Ugh. So, what did you think? Okay, scale of one to six Rockies. One being terrible, Mm -hmm. six being it was the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah. I'm going to say 2.5. Tough crowd. Actually, I'll give it a three. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. For, I, for Rockies. I liked it. I think Olivia Wilde did great in this movie. Uh, I've never seen her be like a creepy character before. So seeing her play that like creepy demon possessed person was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the acting. Obviously, everyone in this movie, other than whoever Ava is, I don't think whoever plays Ava is like a. I don't know. Maybe she's super famous and accomplished actress. I have no idea. But everyone else is a pretty accomplished actor. And uh, the acting's great. I think some of the shots are pretty cool, I guess. Uh, If I didn't have you to explain what the (laughs) movie was about, I probably would have been a little bit lost. And I don't know. Science movies have to be really good, or else I'll just sit there and be like, that's not possible. (laughs) And even, like, obviously I know movies are fiction, but, like, this movie, and then, like, I like Interstellar, and that's, like, a science movie. That's, like, not real. It's not real, you know? Yeah. It's not real? Interstellar? (laughs) Just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. God. Uh... (laughs) It's still, like, entertaining, and I like it a lot because it's not completely stupid. You know what I mean? Not to say that this was completely stupid, but also there were just a lot of things where I'm like, ugh, okay. But it was okay. Remember when you thought that I thought Interstellar was real? I wouldn't be surprised. Well... (sighs) hopefully this one works 
And hopefully we'll be back to our normal schedule now. Well. I'm Tyler. I'm Cobber. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Instagram at speakofthedevilpod or on Twitter at speakdevilpod. We are going to try our very hardest to post episodes every Wednesday at 10 a.m. again, hopefully. Nothing monumentally earth-shattering happens to us from now on. Uh, But thanks for listening. Bye. I'm not scared of anything. Are you? Are you?